0: Welcome to episode 11 of Between the Times, a podcast of Christ Church Presbyterian. My name is Ross Hodges, and I'm here with my good friend, John Payne. And once again today, we unfortunately cannot be with our other host, Dr. Gabriel Williams. I believe he's away today uh, shopping in Paris. They took the Learjet out, didn't they, John?
1: I think so. Um, Gabriel was mentioning that after they bought the yacht, uh, they bought a Learjet and are uh, shopping in Paris. I think Alicia uh, needed some new clothes. And... Uh, so they, they had been in London the week before shopping, but, um, didn't quite find the right things at Harrods. so they needed to go to Paris, the center of fashion.
0: Well, maybe he'll bring us back some little model Eiffel Towers or something. That'd be and nice. Uh, all I got, you went to Paris and all I got is a stinky t-shirt. <laughs> it's all, it's awful t-shirt. Well, uh, our topic today is, uh, biblical hospitality. And, uh, John, uh, anyone who spends time around you and Marla, will know that you are a family committed to hospitality. Uh, You've had uh, hundreds, if not thousands of people in your home over the years, and uh, we wanna talk about that today, the the biblical um, idea of hospitality and the whys. And um, first of all, let me just ask you, where did you first come into your your understanding of what hospitality is? We saw it,
1: uh, Marla and I saw it modeled in a profound way in Edinburgh Scotland Mm. Uh, we uh, during my time of study there we went to Holyrood Abbey uh, church um, and there for the first three or four months we were there every week we'd be invited into somebody's home Mm. and we would be treated uh, so uh, graciously Mm. and there was clear intentionality to the way in which they wanted to encourage us and build us up in the Lord. They would feed us marvelous food and then the practice there, which was new to us, uh, was that you would actually stay all afternoon until the evening service. Oh my. Uh, they they had a proper Lord's Day, uh, morning and evening worship, mm-hmm. and uh, book ended the day with uh, with God-centered worship and so the first time this happened, we were there and, and we had dinner and then dessert and coffee and chocolates and <laughs> and we were all kind of sitting around and the husband basically saluted us and went upstairs and, and went to take a nap <laughs> and, and we didn't know what was going on. And so we, uh, we were with another American couple and we kind of shrugged our shoulders and we, we didn't know the deal. Uh, so we asked the uh, the lady who, who was such a, a kind host and... Um, and she basically said, very, very matter-of-factly, oh no, you, you stay with us till the evening service. We'll, mm. we'll have tea at, uh, at five, which wow. is about an hour before the evening service. And so wow. she said, you can take a nap, uh, you can go into one of the rooms, or you can go for a walk, or some of us are gonna go for a walk in a minute. So we learned what that Lord's Day was, was going to be for us uh, at Holyrood Abbey, and we always thought this is what we Want to do now? We know the whole day thing and staying to the evening service is it can be it can be a lot. And um, but what we wanted to, to to model was after morning worship, having people in our home, and then going back to evening worship and and finishing the day with with uh, worship of God.
0: That sounds absolutely lovely. Um, now there's there's people I think who confuse hospitality with. Uh, what we might call entertainment, and th- therefore the idea of hospitality can be quite daunting uh, for some because they think that to have people in their home, things have to be a certain way, and they have to maybe look like a Scottish family that's having hospitality or something like that. Uh, what would you say to to people who are resistant of of showing hospitality because they don't think they're going to be good enough
1: yeah that's a that's a great question it's something that uh really obstructs a lot of hospitality because women feel uh, especially the women feel under pressure that uh, they are they need to get the china out and and the silver and, right. and the crystal and uh, have a big to do and, and cook some amazing meal and well there will be some that will be especially gifted and have the time to do that there will be others that, that aren't quite so gifted and don't right. quite have the time to do all of that and so the the biggest thing about hospitality is simply just doing it Yes, and so it may be that you you have soup and cornbread which by the way can be very good yes uh, especially in the winter oh yeah um, but you can do simple meals the the focus though is on on the fellowship and mutual encouragement that comes I'll tell you Ross the most the sweetest times of fellowship have been at the dinner table mm. in between services talking about what the Lord's doing in our lives getting to know one another and the
0: fact is that takes that takes work. Yes, yeah it does and I I concur that some of the best times that we have had with God's people have been around our table or their table and really it's important to, to, to note that um, whether that's been someone's experience or not, the reason that we do hospitality and the reason that we try not to get so caught up on the how um, it, or, uh, but instead focus on the what that is actually having people in our homes is because it's something that um, God's Bible, uh, God's Word, the the Scriptures um, command us to do, isn't it?
1: That's right. In Romans twelve thirteen, 13 uh, Paul exhorts the Roman Christians to contribute to the needs of the saints and to show hospitality. Mm. Uh, 1 Peter 4, 9 says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. And that's, uh, that's even when the um, there's a lot of dishes piled up after everybody leaves, <laughs> uh, do it without grumbling, right? Uh, that's uh, why you use paper plates, John. <laughs> 1 Timothy three two says, be hospitable. Those are to, to um, potential elders. Mm. Hebrews 13.2 says, do not neglect to show hospitality uh, to strangers, mm. because you may be showing uh, hospitality to, to angels unawares. And so... Uh, it is an important point to make that this is not a suggestion to show hospitality it is a command and it's a command like the command to keep the Lord's day holy that brings great blessing great joy and blessing
0: it's like the command to be faithful to your spouse in a sense that, yes. that only brings great joy and and, um, and just wonderful blessings into your life
1: yes now one thing that uh, we often hear from folks and I've heard this over 20 years of ministry is that there are folks that that really long for strong uh, body life in a church. Right. Uh, they want to have strong and, and deep and growing relationships with fellow church members and so forth. Um, isn't this uh, a wonderful way to grow in your friendships and relationships and to deepen those relationships by having People in your home, and that's not just limited to between services on Sunday. You could do it during the week. You could, Absolutely. you could get together with people for coffee after work. Or uh, one one thing that that Marla and I have always tried to do is to to engage people and and have our home be open, uh, and to invite people into our home because we know that it's there that the kind of the defenses come down. It's not like before and after church with quick little conversations right. during the greeting time and. But you're actually able to, to, to get to know people more and to have a longer conversation. And so we have, we have valued that highly. And we've always encouraged our, our church members to, uh, to engage in that and not, not expect that that kind of thing should be or could be programmed right. into a life.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important, too, to, to realize that while – there is a, a great measure of encouragement and blessing that can come along from the fellowship that happens before and after the, the worship services on the Lord's Day, or at a
1: fellowship meal, or at a fellowship
0: or meal, or at a ball game, a church, other church outings, or even calling up brothers and sisters in the congregation and getting together with them for a meal at a restaurant, a monthly women's fellowship, all those sorts of things. Yeah. Those are those, those aren't to be uh, the blessing of those is not to be denied. But there's something there's something different. There's something special about. Having someone in your home or being in their home and there's a level of it, it seems intimacy that mm-hmm. comes simply by being um, in that environment yes. together where like you say the sort of the guards can come down and just you you get to uh, be a part of one another's life that you just aren't going to have otherwise
1: yeah there's something about sitting in someone's living room and uh, uh, sitting at someone's dinner table going They're, for a walk after a meal
0: you're being served uh, if you're in the context of, of being the one to whom hospitality is shown you have brothers and sisters in Christ serving you using their resources mm-hmm. for your benefit and then on the flip side when you're showing hospitality you you have the blessing of, of giving in that way
1: yes now Ross you have been so committed uh, to to hospitality over this last two years and having people in your home what what um what are the struggles? What are, what are you having to struggle with at times when you're having people in your home all the time? Uh, what are some of the things that maybe you and Joanna struggle with uh, in those times that you have to kind of work through? Because we're all sinners, right? We all struggle. And we sure. see that verse, show hospitality without grumbling. We're all guilty of grumbling at times, aren't we? <laughs> I know I am.
0: Right, um, right.
1: But how do you work
0: through that and maintain that, that, that discipline of, of showing hospitality? Sure. Well, I think we've hit on some of the things already that, that play into this. Uh, one is just making sure that the expectations are in the right place. That yes. this isn't entertainment. Uh, we yes. um, we had, and I mean Joanna as well. Um, we we both sat under some teaching when we were in seminary. Uh, one of our professors mentioned that you know you you don't have to you, you don't have to have a roast turkey and. Um, sauteed duck and you know the 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 five five course gourmet french meal on china um in fact you can you can use paper products and you can um, you can put a lasagna in the oven that you bought at the grocery store the previous day if you want. Well, you you guys used to prepare roadkill right growing <laughs> up. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, coming from Alabama, that's it's considered a delicacy.
1: Um, Possum stew is is excellent. I well, think. It's,
0: yes, and once it's been on the road about three days, it's nice and tender. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a few, there's a, a lot less work to do. Few cars run over it. It's it's uh, right. Yeah. You just have to watch out for the rubber. And in
1: all seriousness, you 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 saw hospitality
0: growing up. I mean, you, you saw it modeled in your own home, did you not? Absolutely. We we had so many people. My parents were so committed to hospitality. Um, all my years growing up, we had people in our home all the time for meals. Um, and then we also had people live with us. My my parents mm. sort of took it to the next level. They had a particular calling uh, from the Lord. They believed and, and they acted on that to show hospitality in some ways that perhaps most aren't able to. So it was it was modeled. And so my uh, Joanne and I now um, are blessed to be able to try to follow that model here and there. Um, but you know, you're asking about things to get over, and, and I think a lot of times that's the it's it's fatigue and the mm. busyness of life. And uh, my wife, great, and all credit goes to her, really because uh, she has to juggle all the other things that she's doing and she has to think through even if it's um, even though you're not doing a five course french meal you you still have to think through the menu and go shopping for it and and prepare and those sorts of things and um, you you have to get to the place where you realize uh, that even though you're tired and even though this is going to take effort it yes it it is a biblical command um, but more than that it's also a great blessing and so you end up looking forward to it even though it's extra work
1: yes and and like we said before there are there are some ladies who just thoroughly enjoy doing this that's and right. they' they have a real gift in it. and others maybe not so much, but that's not really the point because you know some people might have a gift in evangelism and others not it doesn't mean that some of us are off the hook to right. to share the gospel and to be a witness for christ so uh, it may it may not come as easy for some as it is for others, but the call is there i've I've always been so blessed to uh, watch watch my wife Marla in action and to see her uh, and the way she shows hospitality and encourages. Others and we, we talk about that you know we talk about how when we have people in our home we talk about that with our children as well we right. want our children to right. know that when we have people over we're not entertaining we're not just giving them a meal we actually want to encourage them we want right. to build them up in Christ we want them to leave more encouraged than they were when they came That's and right. and to love Christ more than they did uh, before they came a lot, a lot of times we'll. Um, We'll sing the doxology uh, prior to our mm. meal, and and then I'll have a word of prayer and give thanks for them and, and have a word of prayer for them. Uh, it's just a big encouragement. Another thing we want to remember about these verses in the New Testament is that there's a lot of suffering and persecution going on yes. in the first century. And a lot of these exhortations are meant to encourage Christians to love one another and to provide for the needs of one another when some had possessions and others didn't because they were taken away from them. That's right. I mean, the book of Hebrews it said that the Christians were ransacked and they lost all their possessions. Mm. And so if you had a Christian family walking down the street who are destitute, you would be, uh, there's no way you're a Christian if you do not take them in your home and you encourage them and feed them and take care of them and give them what they need. And so yeah. that works into all of this, but the main point here in our context is that we want to show hospitality in order to encourage others right. to to uh, be strengthened in our bond of peace and our unity in Christ and without this kind of hospitality people are gonna feel empty they're gonna feel like something is missing and that's what I've seen a lot of times right. is when people are not showing hospitality there's like this big something that's missing in their life right. and they're longing for deeper and stronger relationships and yet and yet still you ask them about whether or not they are exercising hospitality, and the answer is, is usually no. Right. And there are usually lots of excuses, which we all could make, Absolutely. but that's the thing. God, it's like the Lord's Day. If you're feeling exhausted and you are feeling far from the Lord and yet you look at your Lord's Day and you see that it's essentially like Saturday with an hour of church in the morning, well no wonder you're feeling <laughs> far from the Lord and exhausted right. because you're not resting on the Sabbath in yes. the Lord with his people, setting aside the ordinary things to focus on
0: the extraordinary. So there are similarities there. Things Absolutely, are Absolutely. and I think something you touch on there that we've, um, we've sort of mentioned is, it's very important when we think about hospitality to realize that it's um, in, in one way, in, in, on, in one place, yes, it it's, uh, will be very much an encouragement to us and a, and a blessing to us, but as far as our motivation, as far as that which um, gives us the desire to do it, we have to remember that it's not about us. That's right. It's not about us looking good, it's not about That's people right. thinking well of us and our home and our food and being impressed with us and yes. those sorts of things. It, 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 is, uh, it is an outward focus. It, it is, is a focus on yes. the good of others yes. and, and the glory of Christ yes. and his kingdom.
1: And who's our example in this? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely. It is through his sacrificial service and His giving His life for us, that we have been invited into the household of God. God shows us hospitality uh, in a way that is beyond our imagination. What a gospel. The good news that Christ, through His life, death, and resurrection, by grace through faith, we are received into the household of God and shown the ultimate hospitality. And that is what motivates us to show hospitality in our own homes for the glory of God. And so... We rejoice in hospitality for all of our listeners. We encourage you to uh, make a plan. Um, maybe you make a plan to have a family. If you're not doing it at all right now, maybe you have a plan to once a month have a family in your home that you, you and your children will, will focus on encouraging and building up in the Lord and feeding them and uh, growing in your relationship with them. For others, it may be that you ramp it up and do it two or three times a month and have visitors in your home, and, and so we encourage that. Well, we are uh, so thankful uh, for another episode of Between the Times.